We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. The industry is lacking the honest experience and grit required to overcome the struggle, and we're here to fill that gap. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Welcome back. We are so grateful that you guys are here with us today for episode two, Ivy Unleashed. We have an awesome episode for you guys today, all about maximizing your time. Something time. that uh, we all talk about wanting more of. So yes. we're going to give it to you. All right. Yes. Time is what everyone complains about, uses as an excuse, gets frustrated when there's not enough, and gets anxious about. But what if we turned all of that negativity into positivity and possibility? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so easy to be a victim of time, right? And I think the biggest culprit and stealer of time are our phones. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can get lost in it. You get on TikTok. Oh, man. The black hole. I don't even know. 10 minutes go by. I don't even know what happened. It is literally magic. It's like a magical. <laughs> it's crazy. It's scary. But it's meant that way for a reason. Yes. It was designed for that reason. And we don't have to feel bad about that. I mean, I feel like sometimes you feel bad because you're like, oh, I just wasted all this time. But like you said, it's designed to do that. Right. And what if, and this is what I want to challenge everybody with, you know, what if we stop scrolling so much and decide that we're going to become the person that everybody else is admiring and Mm. looking at because we decided that we are worth investing in ourselves and taking action and, and putting that back into yourselves and into what you want out of life and that is time. And with time, Mm -hmm. something always has to give, right? There's 24 hours in a day, and I just think if we put more of our passions into that, we're more aware of where it's going, we plan it a bit more, it can be a game changer. Yeah, I mean, Beyonce has 24 hours in a day. I love her. What? (laughs) We have no excuse. Don't even get me started on Beyonce. She has the same birthday as me also, so I just pretend that we are twins. Well, and Ivy... Baby Ivy. Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Gold Ivy. Gold Ivy. Yeah, somewhere. Mm-hmm. But no, I, what the point I'm trying to get at is she, we have the same amount of hours in the day. She is probably very intentional she with how she be. spends her time. She spent how many months for like a two-hour episode, like months for a two-hour episode on Netflix? Right. So it can be done. Yes. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yes. And it's all about being intentional. With the scrolling, if you're going to go on social media, you need to be intentional about it. Yes. And I think sometimes too, when I think about setting down my phone, it's hard. You know, it's hard because it's like mindless and you don't have to think about it. But sometimes I think about if I set that down, I can fill that time with productivity Mm -hmm. or just being real, having like real present time with who I'm with, like true quality time or just something else that's actually relaxing that like skincare or a bath or something that's like rejuvenating and does actually give you some more energy. Well, right. You think that scrolling on your phone is mindless, but it's not. You're not getting anything out of it. It's not relaxing. You do it before bed and it's messing with the melatonin and you're not getting, you're tired and everyone's wondering why they can't fall asleep. 
Yeah. So well, and recently I had an experience with that. I was in Yellowstone with my family. We did an RV trip and Ooh. we couldn't use our phones for most of the day. I mean, we took pictures and videos with them, but we couldn't go on social media. Well, one of us was always driving the RV. So <laughs> I hope you both were not. <laughs> but also it was crazy. So once we started getting service, we were like leaving Yellowstone and my husband was driving and then my phone started working and my kids were either napping or like, I don't know what they were doing. They were just chilling out. Yeah. And I was scrolling, getting caught up on Instagram and looking at all of the things that I, the messages I had or whatever. And I got lost in it for a good hour. Mm-hmm. And I kept noticing how I was feeling and it was this drop in my energy and my vibe. Heavier. I just was starting to like hear all of the emotions from other people or opinions and it was so heavy and it was just, this is what's missing. I need to do this more. I need to set my phone down more and be more present in the moment. And we created memories that I will oh cherish forever. It was so great. So yeah. definitely worth it to set down the phone. And that is one of our passions in coaching is to help people get more out of your day. I love talking with people about time because that is the biggest barrier. I mean, with personal training, with coaching, everyone comes back to, I just don't have time. I, I literally have no time. the greatest excuse have no time. in the book. Right. But here's the thing. You don't have time. You make time, mm. right? Yes. You make time for what's important to you, your priorities. You make eight hours a day to work, 10 hours, 12 hours. Yeah, you but put it's forward. so complicated though with all that people manage, right? So yeah. we have sleep we have to get. We have work hours we have to work. We have family time, kids' activities, our passions. Working out. Working. I mean, it is complicated, and there is a system to get in place, and it takes definitely takes some intention, takes some Consistency. Yes. And we love talking about this because we're getting better at it. We are. And it feels good. And we're getting better at it because we are taking the time to plan ahead. Yes. And to talk to each other about it and to have accountability, which is what we want to talk about today is what's working for us, mm-hmm. what's working for our clients, mm-hmm. and really sharing how to get more intentional and how to plan out your day so that you can maximize your time yes. efficiently and still feel rejuvenated mm-hmm. and all these things. Yes. Very important. You know, something I think of too is 2020 and how different managing your time has been with being at home. And it looks different for everyone, right? For even for us, you being a mom, a wife. And that changes because school's in, school's out, school's in, school's out. It's not the same. You and Justin are both working from home. The kids are in and out. You have kids that are in school doing distance learning. Blair, baby isn't in school at all. And you're trying to figure that out and then also working on yourself, how what Justin wants to do, his passions, his hobbies. Mm-hmm. So that looks totally different than me living completely alone, completely isolated. Mm-hmm. And the motivation to do different things is different. Like you find your motivation by feeding off the energy of your family around you. And I think when you're isolated, you have to motivate yourself. I think that comes down to, to how you talk to yourself which is so important and something that I've learned being isolated and how to maximize my time is having the energy to do what I say I'm going to do and what I plan Mm -hmm. Um, and how you hold yourself accountable when there's curveballs and a pandemic and things are totally off schedule. And like you said, living alone, I've never lived alone. So I can't even imagine what that'd be like, (laughs) no one's watching me. No one knows what I'm doing. And somehow you're going to get up 
and just maximize your time of your day when in reality you could just kind of park it on, you know, on your couch. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have to work. Yeah. It's, it's different too when you don't feel well. And, you know, we kind of talked about in the last episode of Ivy Unleashed, briefly touch on some of my health issues and how I'm navigating this space right now and trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that's really been beneficial are affirmations. Telling myself that I am. This is something that will go deep, deep into <laughs> in another in another episode. Yeah. But you know how you speak to yourself matters. They don't teach you that. And what we tell ourselves is our reality. What we perceive becomes our reality. If I say I am healthy, I'm at peace. I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm doing it instead of I'm trying. I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, you're telling your brain that you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And it believes that. And it's something so small, but it matters. Or so much. Yeah. Or you're thinking about your past self who is at this place that's lower and lower instead of just focusing on the present and we the future. We get so caught up. Yeah. And I think maximizing your time, the key is being present in the moment. The only thing we have is now. Mm-hmm. And it's living moment to moment, mm-hmm. which will we'll get into. Where do you find these affirmations? Like, how did you know to like start saying that to yourself where, you know, obviously you want to be healthy, but I am healthy. Like, you know, does that, do you feel like that helps you? That makes you feel healthier? Yeah. I think, like I said, the way we talk to ourselves matters so much and I'm, I'm bombarding my thoughts with positivity Mm -hmm. and my head can only hold so much space. And so forcing positivity in, yeah. the negativity is is coming out. And it sounds cliche, it sounds silly, but it's so true. And words are power. And it's filling my time with positive things, right? So mm-hmm. the books I read, meditating, all these things, and actually implementing them in. So yeah. scheduling time for self-care, depending on the season of life I'm in. So if I'm unhealthy and I'm stuck in a mental rut, filling myself with books and podcasts Mm -hmm. that are positive and that are actually helping me. And a lot have been affirmations. All of the people I listen to, Gabrielle Bernstein, Rachel Hollis, right? All these people. There's a reason that you're hearing these same things over and over again Mm -hmm. and they're working. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you're finding what's working for you because I know it's been a process. I know it's been a system. I know it's been a ride and you're always on some ups. You're on some downs. I love that you're challenging yourself to these new ideas that you found yourself. You know, you are kind of creating this path yourself, which is something that I admire so much about you. And, you know, I'm not going through health issues right now. So for me, it's like I have this one less barrier, right, than you have. But I think also with social media, we can get into comparing and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to focus on, you know, in my life, in my circle, and how do I manage time and what works for me. So for me, I'm juggling lots of moving parts, right? So I've got the kids, I've got a husband. And I mean, those two things alone, just having those, I have four people that I want to, <laughs> you know, devote a lot of attention yeah. to and be able to support them emotionally. And that alone is a job. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, I like running marathons a lot and that's time. You spend a lot of time running. Yeah. And then work and then passions and then creating a business. And, you know, there's just so many things. I'm super social and Justin's super social. So managing all of that. How do you do it? How do you fit it all in? Well, let me tell you, (laughs) 
I'll tell you some things that help. So I think sometimes what's important to do too is to find resources outside of yourself. So mm-hmm. number one books, I'm always reading a book. I think that getting that insight from someone else that has figured something out and maybe it's not even what you're expecting to find. But people write a book for a reason, and it's popular for a reason. It helps people. And yep. so I'm always, if you have suggestions on books, let us know. Anything you think has helped you, has inspired you, I want to read we it. We want to hear it all. Yes, tell yes. me. Tell me. I'll read it. But yeah, so books help a lot. And then staying organized helps a ton. So uh, an app that I use is called Cozy, Ooh. C-O-Z-I. And what I like about it. And we'll also put this uh, on the blog and newsletter so you can use it too or you, you don't have to remember to write it down right now. But Cozy's great because it is basically a list maker. Okay. Okay. But you can make a list anywhere. You can make a list on paper. You can make a list in your notepad, on your phone or whatever. But with Cozy, what's nice is you can leave them in there, things like your grocery list. Mm-hmm. And then you can check it or uncheck it and it'll just get crossed out for you when you hit the check mark which is visually like very pleasing. I love that. And then if you hit share it, so I text it to Justin, like, oh, he can stop at Costco or he can run to Target or whatever. It populates not only what I need, but it takes out what I don't need. And then it categorizes it to frozen food, produce. Yeah. So that he knows. So he knows. Right, he knows even where to go in the store. Okay, so that's that helps with some time for him. It's more efficient for him. Yeah. We're communicating like lists we can both, we have a shared list, so he can put things on, I can put things on. Great. So Cozy's great. Also, I have a big dry erase board I got at Hobby Lobby that has the calendar to keep things organized for dates. You know, have it in your phone, but also visually helps yep. before you walk out the door. And then it also has like a list that we can write on that we put recipes on of what we want to do for our week. Don't always follow it to a T, but it's nice to have the ideas there. And that helps a lot with cooking or, you know, an idea if you feel like, oh, I don't want to cook frozen pizza. <laughs> I have something. Because sometimes we're just too tired. I mean, after a long day to think of a recipe and it's something I struggle with big time. Some yeah. people, oh, my friend Liz, she can whip up a recipe out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Gourmet dish. It's insane. Like some people, it just comes to them. Yeah. Me, that is not me. But you know what? You know your strengths and you know mm-hmm. and what you need to work on. And I think sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for the intention behind it, mm-hmm. right? Even just having that intention of every Sunday night, putting my grocery list out. If you don't get to it, there's no shame. You'll get mm-hmm. to it next time. But at least you're thinking of it, attempting to make it a habit, working at it. It's something. You're, you got to give yourself credit for that. And I think as we're going through all of these tips, something important to remember too is we're human. Mm-hmm. We're not going to always follow these. Yep. And that goes back to just having the intention of it. Like yep. there's no shame. And a lot of times we want to be perfect. We see, we hear all of these. I know I'm guilty of it too. I hear what you're doing, what other people are doing. And I'm like, well, cr- uh, like, oh my, I don't even have the mental capacity to like, how are they doing all that? Yeah. And I think that's something people to remember too, is these things will happen for you when you're ready to do them. Yes. You know, I think everyone has something that they feel ready to shift or they have interest in shifting something in their habits that can kind of create that momentum for them. You have to be ready to make the change. Mm-hmm. We, no one can make that change for you or get you ready. You have to fully be ready and it also has to fit in your life. And that's something that we say over and over again is take what works for you 
Yes. And there's no harm in trying it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But yes. you know what? You tried it and that was one step ahead. Then you were without trying it. Right. And what I love too about Gold Ivy Health Co., something that we will do for you is like, maybe right now you're like, I don't want to think about cozy. I don't want to think about grocery lists right now. I'm focusing on this instead. We will have it in a place for you to come back to, Mm -hmm. right? So you can, you know, put it off till whenever it works for you to work. And you don't even, I mean, you don't even have to take that tip if you don't want to. I'm just saying that all of these tips we documented for you, you can see them in our Instagram, you can see it in our newsletter, blog posts, all of those things. And so just kind of getting back to how I run my day, just to give you an idea of kind of what I set up for how to get things done. I think it's really important to think about, you know, one of my most efficient at getting things done for myself. When could I fit an exercise? All of the things. So I run my day with the intention. Doesn't always happen. (laughs) But the intention. Yes. There. Monday through Friday, my aim is to be up at five. Mm. And we've talked about- 5 a.m. We've talked about my struggle. (laughs) We've talked about my struggle with this. I'm still working on it. But five to seven is my window for myself. Sometimes kids are up super early. Sometimes they're not. Most of the time, I get five to six by myself to fit in exercise and centering myself. Your you time. And my hot coffee. And then um, and then seven to nine is typically getting my kids breakfast, getting them dressed, getting them ready for school, getting them out the door. Then work, got my health coaching clients. And then I try and just be pre- as present as possible after that. When I pick them up from school or their home, I just, that time, who knows what's going to happen in that time. Yeah. Activities, someone needs some attention. It's bath time, dinner time, all of that. It's just kind of like the rest of the day just goes. I don't really know what's going to fill in that gap. So mm-hmm. that's why five to seven is just pivotal for me. Yeah. It's and then huge. I just face plant to my bed. <laughs> I'm so tired. The minute the kids go down, bam. The last thing that when I hit on when I get back to how I run my time is keeping a priority list. And so it's it's not just enough for me to have a long to-do list that gets messy and then I cross off things, then who knows what was up higher. I think you should have that running to-do list. I think you should also have a priority list. Mm-hmm. So what are actually my th- top three or top five priorities today? Yeah. And remember, you are one person. Like you can only do so much. So is that something that you create every morning, the night before going into it? What have you found really works best for you? I do a a running priority list every week. So I say like the week of November 1st or whatever. And then I just have that running list each week. And then what I do is each day, usually it's five things that I want to accomplish or something that helps me too. This is a, this is a trick I just learned. I do the priority list right before I go to bed. And sometimes I dream about it. And see yourself. I see myself doing it in my dreams. And then I wake up sometimes with an idea. You know, I send you a Snapchat of like these yep. epiphanies I have in my dreams. So that's and at what 5 a.m. these ideas going crazy. But it's true. It's <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. And that, that reminds me too something that, you know, going off of the priority list. I used to do that in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I do my gratitude list. And then I would do the three top priorities. And these three things weren't things that I did every day. It wasn't including meditating working out. It was three things that I needed to get done that would propel me to take a step forward and a project, something I was doing. And sometimes that priority list isn't enough because with time, something has to give. And we're really, really good at justifying reasons to not do something. Mm -hmm. And so Brooke Castillo, someone that we will talk a lot about. She is amazing. The life Life coach. Yes. 
is her podcast, and it's incredible. Um, and she talks about something called the brain dump. And this is something that I've implemented into my life, my week, and it has been life-changing. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I love it is because it's scheduled in. So how it works is first hour of your work week, you make a list of everything you want to do that week. Everything. Everything you want to accomplish. Everything. It doesn't matter how small it is. Clean your closet, clean the car, get an oil change, work out, get your hair done. Whatever it is, you write it on this list. Once you have everything done on this list, you literally schedule it in to your calendar. Mm -hmm. Hour by hour, half hour, how long you think Mm -hmm. it's going to take. Cross it off your list. Mm -hmm. As more things come in, schedule them in. Find them a home. Mm -hmm. That way you don't don't ever feel like you're missing something or forgetting about something. Exactly. And then you crumple the piece of paper of your list. You throw it away. Or light it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) If, If you want to, if that makes you feel like it's... There's something so therapeutic of writing it down, getting it out of your head, onto paper and then into your schedule so you know it's going to get done and you hold it with a high value of you know it's work it's giving my kids a bath it has to get done it's in my schedule and it takes up time exactly and what I found so great about it is it allows me to be present Mm -hmm. in that hour that task I'm not thinking about what I have to get done what I haven't done because it's already scheduled in my week Mm -hmm. right I'm where my feet are. And that's something that I constantly tell myself. Yes. Oh, I like that. How good is that? I love it. I love it. Because I'm guilty and something that I've been struggling with a lot is anxiety and, you know, this ever constant battle of there's so much to do. There's so much to do. There's not enough time. I'm guilty of it. Mm -hmm. And just reminding myself of just be where your feet are. Just be where your feet are. And if it's scheduled into my day, I can be fully present. So that's one thing that's worked for me. If you want more information on the brain dump, Brooke Castillo yes. is your girl. Well, Life uh, coach school? Life coach school, yep. Yes. Yeah, and I do actually crumple up the paper and throw it away. Yep. I don't, I've never done that. I forgot that was part of the process of like feeling like I just own that and it's yes. gone. And it's in the calendar and now I will honor my calendar as much as I can. Yes, And if honor you can't... It. Move it to another spot because yep. something does have to give. Maybe yeah. it's an hour of sleep, hopefully not, you know, or maybe it's okay. I'm going to have to do that a little bit, you know, a shorter yeah. workout or I have to, you know, maybe I don't know, have this much time to go get to the grocery store or whatever, but I well, love that. And what's good with that too, is you're constantly moving and it's forcing you to get better at managing your time. Cause you're realizing like, oh, if I would have just stuck to that, then I wouldn't have to deal with it now and try to fit it in later. Yes. Okay, maybe I should honor these promises I'm making to myself to get it done at this time, which is easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But we're not perfect at it. Right, and something that I struggled with at first, so when she was explaining this, something that I thought in my mind is, I like to be random. I like to be spontaneous. Like, this is going to take it all away. But in fact, it freed up more time. And then I just didn't have to worry as much either. So it's like, First of all, your time is more present in what you're doing because yep. you know you've got time for the other stuff. Just like you said, less anxiety about it. Yep. And then also you have that time where you can even put in three hours of whatever you want. Binge free, Netflix. Free time. Just put free time. And then if someone texts you and says, hey, can we get together this week? You literally look at your calendar and you're like, I have three free hours. Let me check with Justin. Let's make sure it works with the fam. Yep. And if it does, 
you know where it is. It's yep. so much easier. And then you don't have to cancel on it. Well, hopefully you don't have to cancel, but there's just so many great things about having it in the calendar, just being more organized, feeling like you're in charge of your week. Yeah. You're in charge of your day. Yep. And something that I found that helps me is this morning time. So I've talked about this before, but honestly, the morning time to me has always been a struggle. So I grew up in a household with my mom and my mom is a night owl and it's just part of who she is. It's Mm -hmm. what she thinks. It's like, this is who I am. But something that 2020 has taught me that I don't necessarily think that's true. I think that that's your habits. I think it's, you know, it's kind of convenient to stay up later if you can and have that time Mm -hmm. to kick back and relax. It's hard to get yourself up in the morning when you're in a deep sleep. It's hard, but it's not impossible. Right. And I honestly think, you know, you can do this in small steps Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, and I can explain how I did that. But also I think sometimes it's just a decision. I think you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I am going to get up tomorrow at five. I don't care if I'm a night owl. I'm just going to do it and see how it goes. And you will be tired. (laughs) But then you'll be tired at night because you were up all day and you'll want to go to bed earlier. So then day two, a little bit easier to get up at five, right? Yeah. So that's what I decided. I decided in 2020, I'm going to aim for 5 a.m. five days a week. That's where I'm at now. How I started. I was going to say, how did you start? Oh my gosh. So how I started was I'm just going to get up before my kids. Okay. That's it. 15 minutes, 30 minutes. I think I started out with 30 minutes. Get up before them. And when I did that, my house was quiet. I could do whatever I wanted in the space. You could actually hear yourself think. I could hear myself (laughs) think. Drink your coffee hot. I love my kids. (laughs) But honestly, I've realized that when I create this time for myself, and I think everybody has an idea of what you want more time for, right? Some people want to have a really good skincare routine. Maybe it's in the morning. Maybe it's at night. You have be- to find what works for you. Yes. Yeah. And I think until some people, you try oh. and implement and start, you don't know. Right. Like I mean, you didn't, you assumed that you were a night owl because of your circumstances and what you grew up with and that mm-hmm. situation you were in. And it took trying something else to be like, oh, I can do this. It's truly just a cycle. And it, you it's have hard to, get to break out of your a comfort cycle. zone. Yes, exactly. Get a bus through it. And bust. <laughs> Yeah. You do. You and do. it's hard too if you have like a social event that goes to like 11 or 12 and then you're like, I'm really going to get up at five. You know, it's hard. And yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes it's six and sometimes it's 630, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not always perfect. But I've decided that what I'm going to fill my time with is my exercise routine because I literally, I can't even, I still can't function without just exercising first. I like I'm half blacked out and I get on my treadmill because I'm still so tired, but that wakes me up and I know that it's going to boost my mood. I know it's going to give me energy, right? You know, these benefits. Mm -hmm. And so as hard as it is to wake up, you tell yourself, you remember that feeling of, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm I'm not going to regret this. I know this is setting me up for success. You're owning your morning, which is going to allow you to own your day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not just kids either. You know, it's before you have requests from life, from work, sounds, smells, all of the things that just take up space in your Mm -hmm. brain. I feel like the first time I lay eyes on my husband or my kids, I am fully myself. I have done things that are true to what I know I want to do. So I get on my treadmill. Uh, Sometimes I walk and read on the treadmill if I don't feel like running that day or I'm not training. Um, If you're not coordinated, I wouldn't have suggest trying it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I still can't do it. I don't know. So I do that for 30 minutes, 30 minutes for sure. 
walking or fitting in a run. Sometimes it's more than that, but usually it's 30 minutes. And then I make my coffee, eat some breakfast, and then it's like time for reflection or work stuff, whatever else I kind of want to fit in there if I need to make, you know, priority list or grocery list or whatever. But then I make breakfast for my kids. And sometimes like if I get through breakfast before they come down the stairs, I feel like superwoman. (laughs) Like I cannot believe I did this. Like I just did all of this in two hours. Yes. And you feel so good. And if I could put this into perspective for people that think I'm crazy about this, honestly, if any of my friends are watching, they know that this is not like, they would have never thought I'd get up at five. No. But I like to think about it as like a car, right? Like typically Mm -hmm. when I would wake up with my kids at the same time as them and then be running through my morning, it was like a car with barely any gas. Gas. (laughs) It's a messy car. The nav isn't working. Like it's not warmed up. It's cold in there. And now I feel like tank is full. You're ready for the road trip. It's clean in there. <laughs> yeah. I've got my seatbelt on. My seats are heated. I've got yes. good music. i got a Ooh. snack. Nav is on. And I feel really like, where are we going? Because I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, there's some type of obstacle in my way. You know what? I've got a full tank of gas. We'll go a different route. It's fine. Yeah. You're filling your cup up first. And I think yes. something that, you know, I'm not a mom, but I hear a lot about is mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm sure working on be, that. Yeah, working on there'll that. be, you know, podcasts going going more into that. But mm-hmm. a lot of moms, I feel like what I'm hearing is they feel like they just need to give and give and they feel selfish taking that time for them. Mm-hmm. And a visualization that has really helped me is, you know, a glass vase and you fill it up with water. You keep filling it, you keep filling it up and it overpours. I like that. The more you fill yourself up, the more you have to give to others. And it's true because based on how you're saying how you feel in the morning when you're taking that time for yourself, you have more patience and compassion. Yes. And, you know, can deal with your husband <laughs> and your kids more Love you, when, you've, when you've had that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you don't sure. feel like you're rushed and that you need that you time because you've already had it. That's how you've started your day. And to be fully honest about this morning experience, yes, it's owning it. It feels good, but it doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. I struggle with how I talk to myself when my alarm goes off. Yeah, what do you say? Oh, (laughs) my brain. It's like it goes on and on and on about all the reasons why I should keep sleeping. And so the only way that I know I can get through it is is just putting my feet on the floor. Mm. Um, Because, I mean, there's things that I can say to myself, and I've told you these before, and use them if you want, but I'm just like, Nike, just like, just do it. Like, just, just do it. Like, don't think, don't think. Because if you think, I'm like, well, I could use 30 more minutes of sleep because it's going to be a longer night today. You know, we have dance tonight and then we'll have dinner a little bit later and then I need to give him a bath. So I should probably get some extra sleep right now. Like I can, especially on and on and on. Yes. The key is to not allow yourself the time to have that inner dialogue to convince yourself that you shouldn't because you will convince yourself. Mm-hmm. And I use my husband to, I'm like, hey, can you just give me like a little a push? push? Or can you, can you just be like, baby, really got it. You said you wanted to get up. Because if he says something to me, I'm like, ugh, you're right. right. And I feel bad and I'm like, yeah. Right. That's so what, it's yeah. kind of like an accountability thing that yeah. helps me a little bit. Totally. Honestly, I wish I had someone to give me that push. Living alone, being isolated, it's... It's tough. I don't have anyone judging me if I hit snooze 75,000 <laughs> times, which I do. Yeah. My boyfriend, Ian, love you, but he hates me. 
getting up early because it's i literally set an alarm every minute <laughs> what a minute you don't even give yourself five well i used to but then i'd fall back asleep and if i fall back asleep i wake up even more droggy no and what out is of it what's the point of the minute <laughs> i don't understand Ian. i am with you What's the because minute? I'm terrified that I'm gonna fall back asleep. Then why don't or, like, you just get up and go back to sleep? Because I convince myself to not get out of bed. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll give myself like a 15 minute, and I'm getting better. Do you keep your eyes open? No, no, no. I'm just like I just want to lay in my comfy bed. It's warm. It's so cold outside. Okay, and so you're just like just this? hear me out. <laughs> just hear me out. So at first I'll set it for like 15 minutes before I actually have to get up. Okay. And then that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll set it for, but the problem is I still lay in bed every minute. Do you need an accountability person? (laughs) (laughs) Because I have this inner dialogue. This is what I'm telling you. I have this inner dialogue with myself. And then the more that I talk to myself, the longer I'm in my bed under my weighted blanket and it just feels so good and cozy. That's what it is. And it's tough. You don't want to leave the blanket. Right. I don't want to, I don't want no, like I'm comfy, man. It took, it took me so long to fall asleep finally. So I'm trying, I'm getting there. But what I've learned is that the more I hit snooze, the more I just out of it, I feel when I get out of bed. So I know I'm going to feel better if I just, like you said, let my feet hit the floor. Yes. So I've tried all the tricks because I am not a morning person, but I don't think you're a morning or a night person. It's your habits. It's your habits. It's the cycle. It's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Oh, yep. Carol Dweck. Yep. We, you can change it. If you want to wake up early, you, who says you can't wake up early? Nobody. Who? No one. I don't know, but we you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so some things that I've tried, which I still find a way to talk myself out of it, but getting a physical alarm clock. So oh. I have about 10 alarms on my phone. Then I have a physical alarm clock that's <laughs> across from my bed. <laughs> And the dialogue I have, oh, you have to from, get up to go touch it to turn it yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> the dialogue I have from my bed to the alarm clock that's across the room is like, oh, it's really cold. Oh, just five more minutes. Oh, I don't have to do my makeup today. It's fine. I'll let my skin breathe. I don't need more makeup. <laughs> like you guys, it's and I know so many people do the same thing. Maybe oh, not. Yeah, no, Maybe we I'm all do. Crazy, it. We all do. But, it. It's just funny to actually hear what somebody else says to themselves, and that I have never known this about you. So I just love learning new things about you. So yeah, you think I got it great. all together? Mm. Well, I, look I, at you, girl. I mean, just not when it comes to waking up in the morning. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And one thing that's really helped me is I heard Mel Robbins. She has this rule, and it's the five, four, three, two, one rule. And it's exactly what you think it is. You count down from five. When you hit one, you you blast off. Wait, do you say it out loud or just in your head? Either or. Okay. I mean, if you have Dustin laying next to you, five, four, three, like, <laughs> it's going to be like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm going to try it in the morning. I'm going to try it tomorrow at five. Like, I... I <laughs> but even, even little things, like, if it's I'm watching Netflix and I'm like, I need to get up. Okay, after this, I'm going to clean. I'm going to do something. It's just something simple, and it's mm-hmm. a trigger that you're, you know, a, a cue. Yes. We can call it a cue of when you hit one, that's when you get up. And you don't think about it because you give yourself those five seconds, just like I give myself those five minutes with my alarm or every minute. But I it, love it, this. It, I <laughs> love, I didn't know this about you. I love this so much. Ask Ian. He is like, this girl is crazy. I set so many alarms. It's because I used to turn off alarms in my sleep and miss things. And so now I just get nervous and I have a physical alarm and and all these things. But for anyone who's struggling to wake up, try the five, four, three, two, one rule. And when you hit one, you do it. 
All right. And I want to talk a little bit about science behind sleep and waking up. So this is important. I think when we talk about waking up, I mean, you can't talk about this without talking about sleep. Well, like you said, something has to give. If you're going to wake up earlier, Mm -hmm. you have to go to bed earlier. You still need your hours of sleep. You do. Yeah. I mean, it helps you function throughout your day, not just dragging. It, It truly is how alert you are, how you can handle stress, how you can cope with all of your emotions. Your immune system. We'll we talk. could go on and, we'll on. Go on and on. Okay, so the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, very aware of the CDC this year. If you're not, <laughs> we'll provide the resources. <laughs> yeah, so the CDC says that not getting at least seven hours of sleep a night could lead to increased risk of cardiovascular disease and memory loss. I mean, most people know that. They know that sleep's important. But I think a lot of people, so many of my clients have no idea that sleep affects their blood pressure. They have no idea that sleep affects their glucose or blood sugar. Their mood. They have no idea. You know, I think mood is a little bit more common. But when it comes to like them going to the doctor and getting these numbers, they're like, yeah. what? My sleep? Or their ability to lose weight. I was just going to say I'm exercise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so cravings. Many, so many things. Yeah. And... And sleep stabilizes serotonin. I mean, we've probably heard about this before, but just so we're all on the same level here, serotonin is a hormone that stabilizes our mood, regulates anxiety, depression, and maintains bone health and sex drive. And basically, I think the way I like to think of serotonin is kind of like your Zen keeper. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to have a good day, you need some serotonin. That's the hormone that you need. And you need that from sleep. It's just You need to recharge. Yeah. Just like you wouldn't let your phone die. Right. You got to you gotta juice it up. You got to get your sleep. Yeah. And so sleep, a lot goes into sleep and a lot of people struggle with sleep. It's something that I talk about a lot with people. Mm-hmm. And so what I talk to people a lot about is setting up a bedtime routine, yeah. which is just basically you're getting your brain to think like sleep is coming next. Well, right? think when you're a kid. Yes. Why Why is it so important when you're a kid to have this routine, routine. of going to the bathroom, brushing your teeth, reading a book? Why do we stop right? when and, we're a kid? And know? if you've ever had a child that has problems going to sleep. You've tried everything and you've got to do this order thing and you you try it, doesn't always work. It's maddening. And then I think too, as a parent, what happens as well is by the time we get our kids all asleep, then you finally have time for you. Yeah, but your bedroom bedroom routine goes out the window because you're so yeah. tired. You just face plan on your bed. So it's like, I, I mean, I can't relate. I, I have, have kids, my, but I believe it. I have my sister in law literally text me every time she washes her face before bed as a reminder. Reminder. <laughs> Accountability. Accountability. Yes. And it it helps me. It reminds me the next day when I wake up, I'm like, definitely didn't do that. Definitely didn't put my retainers in. I brushed my teeth, but then I was like, you know, just like, really, I'm right there. Why can't I take care of it? Because right? it's hard. Yes. But so something that works for me is threes, like one, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, first I'm going to brush my teeth. Very important, right? And I'm going to look while I'm brushing my teeth because i got some time. I'm going to grab out my stuff from my face, put it on the counter. Like literally, if I can't, brush my teeth, wash my face and go to the bathroom. Like those three things. <laughs> like, but there's but you can raise a family, run a marathon. <laughs> I know it's so simple, but it's so hard for me. I don't know what it is, but that's what I'm doing. So some people have a very diligent, like mm-hmm. I can't even tell you the things some people do before bed because it gets in like 20 minute warm showers, bath reminder, mm-hmm. bedtime reminder. Maybe I should start setting alarms for the other way around, and then I wouldn't have to set or set a million in the morning. 
Yes, but this, so this is another one of those things. It's just a process, little things you can do before bed to get yourself in a space where you know the sleep is coming next. You know, just get yourself, turn the lights down, get the screens put away. We're going to dive into sleep a lot more than this. We have an entire episode dedicated to sleep. Yes, but the overall message is that it's important. Yes. And if you're going to have that you time in the morning, well, then you need to get to bed earlier because you need that seven to eight hours. Yeah. And when you're trying to maximize your time, it's important to start with those heavy hitters in your schedule. Mm-hmm. So even when you're doing the brain dump and putting things in, put in sleep, put in your work schedule. That's a part of your day. Yeah. And those are the heavy hitters. And then you see, oh man, I only have these windows. What's going to go in there? I think sometimes we just think, I'll, I'll find time for it. I'll find time for it. And it just doesn't happen. No. So I love that idea. I've tried it. I'm definitely going to throw away the paper or burn it mm-hmm. or something because I feel like that would be very therapeutic. Yeah, it is therapeutic. And another thing, too, that I found that works for me when it comes to nighttime, if I'm going to make that me time early in the morning, I'm going to plan ahead. So not only am I planning a relaxing bedtime routine, but I'm also setting up my clothes. If I'm going to work out early in the morning, I'm going to set my clothes out for bed. I know some people, some of my clients sleep in their workout clothes. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You figure out what works best for Mm -hmm. you and what's going to get you going. For me, it's getting my coffee ready so that I know the first thing I do when I wake up is drink some coffee. Something to look forward to Mm -hmm. because... Those alarms keep coming and I need something to get me out of bed. I love it. Well, maximizing your time, we want you to know that we are here for you. This is something we're going to be talking a lot. I mean, if you're going to fit in anything health and wellness, you need time for it. And so we're going to touch on this all the time on what we're doing, you know, and maybe we're shifting. Maybe it's something new. Maybe it's something we learned from someone else. I mean, Brooke and I are always listening to other podcasts. We're reading all these books and all of the things, right? And so we're going to keep sharing new tips we find <laughs> things we're learning about each what's other what's gonna work on these this alarm yes. system and for if you sake. guys there's something that's working for you to get your booty out of bed please let us know yes. go to our website goldivyhealthco.com under our podcast you can submit a topic submit an idea please let that idea be and what you're let doing. us know what you fill that time with so maybe yeah. it's not morning maybe it's when the kids go to bed, maybe it's, you know, you don't have kids and you're like, you know what? It's right after work. I get home. I don't even think I get out the door for a walk, whatever it is. Yep. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. I love it. So today our three gold stars are one, determine your prioritization system. Is it your calendar? Is it your phone? Is it a piece of paper? Whatever it is that works for you, where's your system going to be? What's it going to look like? Start figuring it out now and start trying it and let us know how it's going. Mm -hmm. Number two, pick out a day of the week to regularly carve out 30 minutes for prioritization. So are you prioritizing the first hour of your week? Are you prioritizing Sunday night? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. 30 minutes. You can do a lot in 30 minutes. Yeah. All right. And the last gold star is put devices away 30 minutes before your established bedtime and incorporate something relaxing, whether it's a bath, shower, journal, reading, 
just deep breathing meditation yeah, you I mean, need to put that phone away and it's so hard it's so hard but just try it and see how different you feel there's scientific research behind it on why you need to put that phone away the screen mm-hmm. the light it tricks the blue you light, the it blue tricks light. you it stops your brain from producing melatonin which signals hey it's bedtime mm-hmm. so just try it and see how you feel i think that's all about experimenting with these is listening into your body and how it's making you feel because if you notice that things things are making you feel better you're going to want to do them more and so try it take a bath take a shower and everybody also has something that relaxes them that's different that yeah. that like it's really personal some people like to sew you know some people have hobbies that you've never even heard of you know it might be playing your piano it might be something that tires your brain out too that's not reading you know it doesn't yeah. have to be reading it could be whatever relaxes you and everybody's different so embrace that and and utilize the the relaxation time Last segment, unleashing ivy. All Rapid right. fire questions. All right, I'll start. Brooke, what's one thing you do to center yourself in the mornings? Meditate. Right. I know I keep saying this, but it's really important for me right now to focus on my breath and reconnecting my body and my mind, dealing with a lot of health issues right now and trying to figure it out. I feel really out of control with my body. And so reconnecting it and meditation is something that is helping me. It's something so simple as just breathing, but we don't realize how important it is um, until we really start focusing on it and and clearing the clutter in our head. Yes. Oh, decluttering. Yeah. De-stresses. All right. Number two. When you're really struggling to get motivated to wake up, what's one thing that steers you in a positive direction? Oh, that's a tough question because getting motivated to wake up. <laughs> I would say, I'd say like, you know, I kind of talked about in the morning what I say to myself, but I think a lot of it too has to be the night before. So I'll think about something I really want to get done in the morning, or I think about something to look forward to that mm-hmm. my, like that I'm training for. So that helps me like, I got to get up and fit in and run. Because I won't have time in the afternoon. It never works. That's not even when I want to run anyway because yeah. then I'm rushing to get back morning time. So I think I think about something to look forward to or in the morning I say just do it or don't think about it. Just do. Just do. Or just hit the floor with my feet. Love it. All right. And last Unleashing Ivy question. Brooke, what's one thing you wish you would have known sooner about maximizing time? Hmm. Figuring out how to work in pockets, pockets of time. Mm. So, you know, but this was before I really learned about scheduling it in and the brain dump. I think both work well. You just have to figure out what works best for you. If something comes up and I'm not able to follow through with my brain dump and scheduling it and working in pockets. So taking a walk in between calls doing 10 push-ups, 10 lunges in between calls. If there's a meeting where I don't have to show my face, I can just do squats and some body weights during the workout. Meditating for 10 minutes when I have 10 minutes. Little things that you can do in between your schedule that, you know, you don't have to fit in a 30-minute workout. You can break it out five five minutes here mm-hmm. and there when you have it. Oh, and it's so easy to fill that time with your phone and scrolling because you're like, oh, I'll yeah. have a few minutes. What I've been doing between client appointments, if I'm like, oh, I have 10 minutes, uh, I don't really need to prep. I've already prepped for this client. I'm already thinking about them. You know, what could I do in between there? And sometimes I just read a couple pages in a book. Yeah. And then sometimes I use that inspiration from that person when you're my client. To a client. <laughs> like I just read, it's so funny you brought that up. I just read this. So it can be anything that you know brings you joy, brings you relaxation, you challenges you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to finish off this episode on maximizing your time with a piece of gold. This week's gold is from none other than Dave Hollis. Dave Hollis says, push yourself to consistently be your very best and you will grow a sense of pride of self-respect that redefines who you think you are and what you think you're capable of. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold. Thank <laughs> you.